So today the two companies we're going to take a look at are in two pretty cool markets. The first company we're going to take a look at is one that deals in a market that I'm very familiar with and one that I am very, very bullish on, and that's the esports world. Right now that company deals with online tournaments in certain games and they are trying to expand their catalog the second stock is one uh, it's also in the market i'm very bullish on this is the augmented reality market and one that they're being they're using augmented reality to advertise uh in certain parts of the world so today's episode is going to be broken down into the following for each company we're going to take a look at what they do we need to understand where that revenue is coming from and what markets they're hitting next we want to take a look at their numbers financially see how they've done in the past and also try to see the growth they're expected to see in the upcoming years finally i'm gonna give my thoughts and here are my thoughts i'm gonna talk about if i'm gonna buy any of these stocks and finally i'm gonna talk about my thoughts if i'm gonna buy the company or if i'm gonna hold off for them or just add them to my watch list so if i do not buy the stocks i'm gonna explain what are some of the reasons why i'm not buying those stocks and to you as another as a viewer those reasons just might not make sense to you or the reasons that you don't agree with so the overall the overall value i'm trying to bring to you as the viewers is to show you two new stocks to maybe add to your watch list and if you like what you're seeing continue to do more research on them and remember everything i say here is just my opinions i am by no means a professional so make sure to talk to a financial advisor before making any financial decisions and like always if you ever want to get in contact with me you can find me on youtube comments you can find me on twitter on my discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join josenaharo.com so now let's get started All right, like I mentioned today, we are going to take a look at two companies. If this is your first time at my channel, if you're a long-term investor, if you like to learn about growth stocks, make sure to hit that subscribe button. To all my returning viewers, thank you so much. Make sure to hit the thumbs up and let me know in the comments, what are some of the growth stocks you're looking for? And which one are you more excited to learn about? Are you more excited to learn about that one that deals with the gaming tournaments? Or are you excited more about the artificial augmented reality one? All right, so the first company we're going to take a look at is Gills. And this right now is not public. It is going to go through a, a SPAC merger. And I've talked about those a, a few times. So if you guys want to learn more about them, make sure to check out my previous videos. So let's take a closer look. And the company is going to merge with is going to be Flying Eagle Acquisition Corp, a, a SPAC company. Right now, this is ticker FEAC. The current market cap for this is about $1.03 billion. So let's take a quick, uh, a closer look into this merger. So Skills is set to go public to bring competitive mobile gaming to everyone. This is a high growth business with projected 2022 revenue of $555 million. And that is 57% compound annual growth rate from 2020. This is insane growth. This is a crazy growth company once the acquisition happens and it does happen right there's always a risk that something can happen in between before the merger happens that can kind of leave this this acquisition or or this merger not happening so that's always the risk with 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 getting into spac companies before the acquisition is finalized but once the acquisition is finished andrew paradise who is the current ceo and founder of scales and cassie chafkin who is the cro and also another founder of skills they will continue to lead the company so there will be no change in leaderships 
So a little more about Skills. Skills is pioneering the competitive mobile gaming experience, powering tournaments for thousands of games developers around the world, expanding and leading the growth into the mobile gaming market. And a quick note about the gaming industry. The gaming industry is larger than movies, than musics, and books, with more than 2.7 billion gamers playing monthly and 10 million developers worldwide. Mobile is the fastest growing segment of the gaming market, and we're seeing this with all these top-tier gaming companies are releasing all these mobile games because that's where the growth is happening right now. And they're expected to increase from $68 billion last year to $150 billion in 2025. And this is data that comes in from Newsu. If you guys don't know Newsu, Newsu is like one of the top researchers for the gaming for the gaming world so we can see this gaming industry is one that is gonna get a lot of money coming in and that's why i'm very bullish in the esports segments so the transaction for um the transaction for this merger is gonna imply an equity valuation of 3.5 billion dollars for um for skills this is 6.3 times projected price to sales ratio with their 2022 revenue. Later on in this episode, we're going to take a look at the current price to sales ratio with that valuation. It's a lot higher, um, but not crazy high compared to what we're seeing. I think it's still below 20. Um, like I mentioned, we're going to see that later on. One thing when mergers or acquisition comes in place, insiders usually have a lockout period where they can't sell any stocks. So right now it says that all existing skill skill stockholders as well as flying eagle sponsors have agreed to a 24 month lockup subject to quarterly releases of 1.5 million shares per holder commencing 100 days following closing so it seems that for the next 24 months the company can't uh, the shareholders can't sell all of their positions but after 180 days they're able to at least start selling some of those positions so a lot of people tend to wait a bit before getting into like ipos or acquisitions because when these lockup periods tend to end a lot of insiders start to sell and it starts creating this bearish sentiment within companies that drive the stock price down this acquisition is expected to close in the fall in the fall of 2020 so within the next few months and if you guys ever want to learn more about SPAC companies and their acquisitions or some information behind them they kind of tell you where you can go so right now flying eagle which is the SPAC company is gonna register a statement of on form s4 in the sec website so this is pretty much like a 10Q report, like a 10K report, like a S1 report. You would go to the SEC website, you would look for Flying Ego, and then you can look for the S4 report. The S4 report will have all the information, all the financial history about skills, because even though they're gonna do some form of reverse merger, the SEC and the public still needs to know the previous historical financial numbers of skills, right? Because we need to understand what we're gonna invest in. So here I'm in skills and in their S4 S4 document and I've highlighted some of the information. So this is probably over a 200 300 page paper um, and I grabbed some of the important information. The first thing I want to show is this is a strong growth company like I mentioned. From 2017 to 2019, skills achieved a revenue of compound annual growth rate of over 167%. This is insane. Um, right now, in 2020, skills is expected to achieve $225 million of net revenue with an estimated gross margins of 95%. The gross margins here are insane, but we're going to see right now, unfortunately, the company is not profitable. Um, and let's take a look at that price to sales ratio. So right now it was 225 
uh, million dollars and um, we saw that the valuation was 3.5 billion dollars that gives this a company a price to sales ratio of 15 um it's uh, i want to say it is a bit high um right now it based on that 3.5 billion dollar valuation but remember if you are if one is willing to take the risk and buy the spac company before the acquisition happens right now you're paying a market cap of about 1.03 billion dollars so now that price to sales ratio is about is divided by three it's almost like a five price to sales ratio probably even closer to four but again there is always risk buying it before the acquisition um, or the merger happens so next i want to take a look at their revenues in the past in 2018 this company made about 50 million dollars of of revenue in 2019 it made 109 119 million dollars so increased by more than 100 percent between 2018 and 2019 now in the six months the current six months of january of 2020 this company has already made 102 billion a million dollars so in just the first six months of 2020 the company has almost made more money than the company did in the full year of of 2019 and it has already made in just the first six months it has already made more revenue that it has made two times more revenue than the company did in 2018 for the full year so we can see uh, that's why this company is expected for the full year of 2020 um to make revenue of 225 million dollars right now it seems like it, it definitely will make over 200 million dollars based on this number one thing i do see though is most of this company this company right now has loss from operations so it has a net loss it's not making any profits most of that loss is coming from sales and marketing remember in the past six months this made 102 million dollars of revenue out of that 102 million dollars of revenue about 100 million dollars were spent on sales and marketing so right now this is a brand new company so they are really trying to advertise they're really trying to increase their teams to bring out this name and that is making this company go unprofitable at the moment our our net losses are about 35 million dollars it's not a heavy loss but we have to take a, a closer look at this company's balance sheet later on to make sure this company will be able to survive for for at least some times so expect that for the full year of of 2020 might be expected to lose somewhere around 50 to 70 million dollars for the year so now let's take a quick look at this company's balance sheet we saw that this company right now does not make it's not profitable so because it is not profitable we have to make sure they have a very strong balance sheet in cash and cash equivalents for the for the last six uh, for the first six months of 2020 they had about 69 million dollars and they have total assets of about 83 million dollars so most of their assets are coming from cash and cash equivalents closer to like 75 80 percent they have total liabilities of about 30 million dollars and they have no long-term debt and they pretty much don't have any current debt as well so right now this company has pretty much enough cash and cash equivalents to pay off its total liabilities 
two times over. So for me, this is definitely one with a very strong balance sheet. All right, so now we, what, what do we do? We already took a look at scales. We saw what they're doing. We're look, we took a look at their acquisition process of what's gonna happen. We took a look at their historical value. Now let's take a look at their growth strategy. And this is what I'm very, very interested about, right? Because skills right now, one thing that's kind of deterring me from skills are, are just the games it's working with, right? If we go here on their websites and we take a look at the players and i think we can go to play games uh find your game the games that they have are pretty are, are, are nothing special they have like solitaire they have bingo they have dominoes but they don't have any of those crazy first person shooter games the moment i feel one of those big games comes if it ever comes to skills or if skills is working on it that's where i see true potential growth for this company and it would be crazy i feel like it would do amazing things for this company so i wanted to take a look at their growth strategy right now according to newsu which is that big that big company that deals a lot with collecting data on the mobile business side there are currently 2.7 billion mobile gamers worldwide they currently only serve 2.6 million dollars less than one percent i think that's 0.1 percent am i correct 0.1 percent yeah 0.1 of the total of the total market is what they're hitting right now as of june 30th of 2020 a small fraction of the addressable market so we can see there is huge potential here so let's take a closer look at what their strategy is and to me the most like i mentioned the most important thing is to see that expansion in content and they mentioned that they see significant opportunities for the developers to expand beyond the casual content and we saw the games that they have right now are more like casual games into other genres of interactive entertainment by powering competitive experience in everything from first person shooters to racing to real-time strategy games once i feel like they start having some of those first person shooter games into this market i feel like this is a company that 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 would be the the that point where it's like yep they made it and from there it's gonna be it's gonna be constant growth for for the company they're also expecting to grow their revenue by doing new monetization models for the first six months of of this year of 2020 only 10 percent of their monthly active users entered into paid contests they plan to monetize the remaining 90% through non-intrusive, low-friction advertisement, which makes sense, right? If you're not paying for your, if you're not paying for for your application right now, I guess I, it's definitely okay to get hit by advertisement. So that's how they're gonna hit that non those those users that are not paying right now. All right, so now I want to talk about my thoughts with with skills. For skills, this is a company that. If I was to buy, it would, especially right now at this moment where it hasn't done the merger, it's one that I would, if I was to ever enter, it would be no more than 1% of my portfolio, just because there always is the risk of the acquisition not happening, the merger not happening. Overall, the player, the overall company skills, I do believe is one that will continue to grow, especially if they finally end up hitting those first person shooter games it, it would definitely be a, a great place for the company and we'll continue to see that amazing growth historically this company's growth has been growing over almost triple digits for the past two three years and for the next two years is expecting some mid double digits 50 60 percent that to me is insane this is a true growth company it has a, a strong balance sheet right now 
So if I may be honest, this is one I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do. It's a little bit leaning to if I do buy, it would be no more than 1%. I, I want to say if I was leaning more to buy and and not buy, it's a, it's leaning a little bit more to buy. It would probably be like a 51 to 49%. All right, so the second company we're going to take a look at, and probably many of you have heard about, it was a huge pump and dump earlier in, in its stages. It went all the way up to about $24, giving some crazy return to those that invested almost 60, 600%. Um, ever since that peak, it has dropped about 76%. Um, so compared to that around IPO price, this company is about 70% up. So this is ticker WIMI is traded on the NASDAQ. It is an ADR. Their headquarters are in China. Um, this is Wimmy Hologram. Right now it has a market cap of about $400 million and is currently sitting at a PE ratio with current numbers of about 22.98. So this is a company that is profitable. So right now, Wimmy is a small company that generates most of its revenue through the ad campaigns on platforms like TikTok. And the reason this company jumped like crazy is in, in one of their in one of these conferences, the World Artificial Intelligence Conference, the founder of Alibaba, Jack Ma, was shown via hologram. So everybody was going crazy over all these holograms, augmented reality, virtual reality stocks during that time period. And that's why we saw I'm pretty sure some people even mentioned it um, earlier when that was happening. And at that point, it, it was definitely no way, Jose, to even look at those. So during this crazy price jump up in July 27th, Wimmy, like any other smart company would do if the company's if the stock price jumped dramatically like that, they did another public offering of an additional 7.5 million shares at about a dollar of $8.18 to those ADRs. So those investors that even got an $8.18 are are doing still bad cuz right now the stock price is sitting at $5.90. So the future growth for for Wimmy, W-I-M hologram, I feel is definitely there. Imagine having an e-commerce, having some form of game, a movie or something where you can pop out whatever you're looking at through your phone and see more of a, a real life scenario of it. So I do believe future growth for this company is there. All right. So first, let's try to understand how they make their money or where they make their money. Their monetization model is evolving. They currently generate a substantial majority of their revenues from holographic AR advertisement services and payment middleware licensing. They plan to increase revenue contributions from our other hologram-related monetization methods, including, for example, holographic AR IP licensing. So this is something that can hit in multiple markets from education to sales to advertisement to entertainment. So approximately 70%, 80%, and 83% of their net revenues came from the holographic AR advertisement services for the years of 2017, 2018, and 2019, respectively. So we can see this advertisement, this advertisement revenue is one that's continuing to grow for this company. Their other service is the holographic AR entertainment products, and this is approximately 30% of total revenue, 19.5 and 16.2 for the years of 2017, 2018, and 2019. And this AR advertisement is something that they recently started doing in the second half of 2019. They began providing AR advertisement services to short-form mobile video streaming markets, namely advertisement on TikTok or similar mediums. 
The second, the second segment that I mentioned is the AR entertainment revenue. And this includes revenue generated from their software development kit. So if they, they kind of license their technology to those that want to develop something outside, uh, outside that WIMI might not provide. And I do believe in the future, if their technology here is pretty strong, it's one that they can continue to push forward. Next, we can see right their revenues have continued to increase total revenue in um, the Chinese currency in 2017 was 192 in 2018 was 225 and in 2019 was 319. So we can see constant growth coming here. All right. So now let's take a look at future growth for Wimmy. So Wimmy is expected to grow its revenues at about 26.5% on annually average for the next three years. This is definitely a heavy growth stock. We can see here the list of we can see this chart just going off the roofs. The other thing we're seeing is this company is already profitable and the profits are also going to continue to grow as the years progress. Now let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. So right now this company has cash and short-term investments of about 129 million in the Chinese yen, it seems CNY, and then debt of about 87 million. So this company has enough cash and cash equivalents to pretty much pay off its total debt and that's a great thing, but that's not needed, especially since this company right now is worth, is already profitable. So it's making more than enough money to continue to pay off that debt. Let's take a look at historically. Historically, in 2019, this company grew its revenue about 39.8%. In 2018, it grew about 12.32%. Like we saw in 2019 was the year this company in the second half started to do that augmented reality advertisement in platforms like TikTok. So this is one that I believe is, is pretty... It's why we see such a strong revenue growth. And if things are going well here for 2020, I believe we might see even stronger growth. Analysts are expecting it to grow at, at crazy levels, right? 26.5 is definitely a respectable number. Now let's take a look at this company's gross margins. Gross margins right now are sitting about 54.2% and profit margins are 32.32% for the most recent physical year. They are declining. So that's something that we should definitely keep an eye on. Um, but right now things, uh, it's not looking that horrible with, when we take a look at that revenue growth, they're probably using a lot of that money right now for, um, for advertising purposes and really show, really try to expand their brand. And that's where we're seeing those crazy revenue growth numbers. So now my thoughts, I personally have too many international companies in my portfolio especially chinese companies so I, I try to limit my risk and i'm kind of i kind of limit my exposure and my exposure for them right now are at levels i don't want to increase so for me wimmy is not one i would position to buy also normally when i look at at chinese companies i also try to tend to look at companies that are owned by some big people Actually, the only one I really know is, is Tencent. Um, but right now, the ones that own Wimmy are Vital Successful Global. I'm not sure who owned this. Wimmy Jack Holdings. Not sure if this is an Alibaba thing. It sounds like it, but not 100% sure. Um, so since I don't know any of these big top shareholders, it's not something I, I would I follow. And it's not that if Tencent was to have it, I would purchase it. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just good to for me to know a familiar a familiar company that I'm very heavily invested on and I believe in the future on is invested in that company. So for me, that is the main reason I wouldn't personally invest in Wimmy. 
if I didn't have that much Chinese exposure, I would first try to take a look at who these top holders are. If Vimy, um, Vimy for me would be another tier three stocks, very similar skills where it would be about a 1% position um, because just the overall market of Wimmy is one that I believe will continue to grow as the years progress. So these stocks were actually shared by some members on our Discord channel. And just because they're shared by my Discord channel members, it doesn't mean I'm going to do a video on them. They had had to go through some form of, of screeners before they even make it to this video. But if you guys want to make some recommendations or want me to take a look at some, feel free to check take a look at my, at my Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. The information should be on the pinned description.